there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Hunt down a win with the Football Showdown Series presented by Amazon Prime Video's Reacher. Play free fantasy football during the playoffs. Fight for your share of 20000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Jack Reacher now to get in on the action. DraftKings.com for details. Ross Tucker does work with DraftKings Even Money Podcast. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Uh, follow him on Twitter, and we'll talk about MyFrontPageStory.com in a second as well with Valentine's right around the corner, and he's always a great guest here on Fall of the Money. We love talking to him. How, what are your thanks for the time? What What are your thoughts on the lawsuit and Flores alleging Ross offered him a hundred thousand dollars per loss? Well, so that is the part. Great to be on with you guys. Great to talk with you as always. But that's the one that jumped out to me mm-hmm. uh, more so than the NFL's hiring practice. I feel like you know we talk about that every year. The NFL's hiring practices, the lack of diversity. Not that it's not an issue. It is, and we could talk about that if you guys wanted to. But this is the first time we've ever heard anything like this. And now Hugh Jackson, the former head coach of the Browns, comes out and says Jimmy Haslam offered him money to lose as well. I've never heard anything like this. If there's any real evidence, this is a major problem for the NFL and for those owners. I mean, look, what do we talk about here on VEASAN, on my Even Money podcast with Steve Feather. We talk about betting. I mean, the integrity yep. of the game mm-hmm. matters. We need to know that these teams are doing everything they can to try to win. Although, ironically, we all thought the Dolphins were tanking, so everybody took the under on their season win total that year, and then they surprised us, and they won. Right? <laughs> so, right. Um, it, it's kind of ironic, <laughs> but I'll be very curious to hear – what evidence he has. You know, there's somebody, I saw NFL Network said that they talked with someone, a witness who heard it. I'm sure Stephen Ross could say he was joking. I I don't know how you ultimately have evidence that can take him down. I will say this, though. I don't follow it really closely. You guys probably do. But I'm a Sixers fan. Yes. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the Sixers basically lose on purpose for like four years? I mean, we were trusting the process forever. Yep. I gotta, I'm very curious what NBA owners are thinking right now, yep. watching the NFL owners under fire 
for potentially incentivizing losses. Well, you know, listen, good point. It's one of the worst beats of all time if he had the Dolphins under that year. Oh, yeah. That, that the coach was offered money to lose, and they still went over the win total after that <laughs> horrible start. Uh, they do say they might have messages with the GM in Miami, too, so who knows. What are you hearing? What happened with Harbaugh in Minnesota? They didn't, they didn't offer him the job. I mean, it, 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 it's always so funny to me. As soon as you hear a guy withdraw his name from consideration and say he wants to stay, I would say, guys, 95% of the time, it's because they found out they weren't going to get the job. Mm. And they know it doesn't look good for them that they weren't offered the job that they went to interview for. So they want to come back to where they were as the conquering hero. Like, I didn't even want that job. I decided I want to be at Michigan. Give me a break. I mean, I heard a million different times from a million different people that Harbaugh was looking to go back to the NFL. You don't go to Minnesota on National Signing Day and do a nine-hour interview if you don't want the job. I don't believe during that time he decided, nah, you know what, I'd rather be at Michigan. I think he wants to get back in the NFL. I don't care what he says. He didn't get an NFL job. You know, the Raiders didn't want him. They mm-hmm. won, They got Josh McDaniels. And I think the new GM in Minnesota, my uh, my Princeton buddy, Quessy, I think he realized, you know, last time Harbaugh was head coach in the NFL, he had a power struggle with Trent Baalke. Do I want my first and probably only shot as a GM and my first move to be bringing a guy who his track record is getting into power struggles with the GM? No, I'll take Kevin O'Connell from the Rams. Excellent points. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Ross Tucker, our guest. So when the Bengals survived the Titans, that offensive line allowed nine sacks, and yet they still somehow won that game. You know, I think one of the biggest talking points of this matchup in the Super Bowl, Ross, is, well, now you're looking at Aaron Donald, Von Miller and company against that offensive line. A couple of things, like, can they come up with ways in two weeks to, like, neutralize those two-star players? And if they can't, I'm not saying the Rams are going to get nine sacks again, but if they're in the backfield the entire day and causing havoc, can the Bengals still come out on top? Well, I thought that was the biggest difference for the Bengals between the Titans game and the Chiefs game. If you go back to the Titans game, Joe Burrow, who I love, and I got to tell you guys, by the way, I, I, I was on the sideline for Westwood One. I interviewed him after the game. Mm-hmm. Probably the calmest, most relaxed guy I've ever interviewed. Mm-hmm. They said I had three questions. He was so chill on the first question. I literally had my second question. Be like, Joe, you just won the AFC championship game. You're going to the Super Bowl. Why are you so calm right now? That was my question. And he was like, you know, this is kind of what I thought we would do. Uh, this is mm. this is what our expectations were. We thought we would. I mean, it's just. Incredible. Yeah, I, I know Montana is Joe Cool, but Joe Burrow should be Joe Cool as well. But the difference between those games was if you go back to that Titans game, Joe took two at least, maybe three sacks that you can't take. I mean, Burrow took some horrible sacks against the Titans. Flip that to the AFC Championship game. He got out of two or three. That should have been sacks. So I'm talking about about a six-sack swing, all based on Joe Burrow and those two games. You know, they converted eight third downs against the Chiefs. I didn't know this till Greg Cosell said this on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast this morning. Four of them were Joe Burrow scrambles. Half of their third down conversions 
were Joe Burrow scrambles. So while I think they'll try to have a plan in place for Aaron Donald, especially and Von Moe to a lesser extent, I do think Burrow's ability to improvise and use his legs more than people give him credit for is going to have to be a factor again. Okay, excellent. Uh, how many props? Give us a couple props that you like. Well, I've been, I've been, I've been killing it all postseason on this one. Quarterback rushing yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, look at Burrow and Stafford's rushing yards. Stafford, uh, it was like five and a half. That's one run. And Burrow, I think now they bumped him up to eleven and a half, but that's still what, maybe one run, probably two. Yep. But I think these guys, I think the numbers. This is my opinion. You guys know more than I do, but my opinion is the numbers are based on their stats during the regular season. Well, for quarterbacks and rushing, it's the Super Bowl, bro. Like, (laughs) throw out all the things about protecting their body, throwing the ball away. Like, if there's yards to be had with their legs, they're going to get them. So I'm a fan, and it's been awesome all postseason, quarterback rushing yards on the over. Um, A couple receiving ones I'll give you. I'll go under on Tyler Boyd. I love Tyler Boyd. He's a Pennsylvania kid. I called all three of his state championship games in high school. But now his number's already been bet down, but it came out at DraftKings at like 43 and a half. Now I think it's 39 and a half. I I mean, maybe, but he just hasn't produced like that. Tyler Boyd has not been who Joe Burrow's been looking for. It's been Chase, and it's been... Higgins. Now, maybe they, they're factoring in Uzama might not play and Boyd will get. I don't know. Yeah. But I kind of like the Tyler Boyd under. And then I got to go with the Cooper Cup over. I know it's over 100 yards. I know it's scary. I know the Bengals will have a plan for him. But he's gone over 14 out of 20 games this year, guys. He's unstoppable. He's having the best receiver season I think I've ever seen. 14 out of 20, he's gone over. That is Stafford's guy when he's in trouble. I'll go over on Cooper Cup again. Okay. I don't blame you. Who do you think wins? Well, I think the Rams probably win the game, but I love the Bengals getting four and a half. I I don't really understand the number. I mean, um, I think the Bengals are a very resilient team. I don't see the Rams really blowing them out. I don't see how that happens. Joe Burrow has totally changed the entire mindset of that franchise. These Bengals don't blink, guys. Yep. I mean, it was 21-3. Yep. And they come all the way back. You're going to give me four and a half? I think it's kind of a toss-up game. I, I Look, if it was – I'll lean to the Rams to win the game straight up, but four and a half. Honestly, three and a half or more – I love the Bengals getting three and a half more. Every playoff game has been a field goal game. What are we even talking about at this point? All right, Ross, we have like 90 seconds here. This was a big hit during the holidays. And no doubt viewers and listeners of this program will hit a home run on Valentine's Day with MyFrontPageStory.com. Tell everybody about it. Well, first of all, everything about your show is amazing. The fact that you're showing the website right now, like you guys are, you guys might be the most high tech well-produced show I go on. This is bananas that you're showing myfrontpagestory.com right now. Secondly, your audience is awesome because they crushed it with this for the holidays. Look, don't do the same thing you always do, right? Chocolate, flowers, take her out to dinner, gift card. When you hand her this story, guys, she starts to open it up and it looks like it's framed on the cover of the newspaper. She'll be like, what is this? You're like, honey, I wanted something special. I had a story written about you. 
That will blow her mind. Had a story written about me? What do you mean? And then she sees the quotes from Mitch and Pauly saying, you know, we're never home. All we do is bet on sports. We leave for the studio at 2 a.m. We never talk. She will cry. She'll be like, oh, he gets it. He gets it. He gets it. He actually gets it. Everything I do for the kids and everything. I'm telling you, she will cry. You will win. This is this is uh this is plus five thousand. No, it's minus five thousand. Yes. That's the greatest gift ever. Myfrontpagestory.com. It's a it's a huge favorite. She's gonna cry. Yeah. Huge favorite. Huge favorite. She will cry. Everyone Ross. wins. Yeah, she yeah. cries. Everyone wins. Ross, That's right. Good uh, line. You're the best man. Thanks so much for the time. As always, we appreciate it. Quarterback rushing yards over. Boyd under. Bengals and myfrontpagestory.com. Your four best bets for the Super Bowl. There you, there you go. go. I like. Love it. it. Oh, man, he's so good. Up next, we'll hit some NBA with Coach David Thorpe. Uh, does he have any intel on the future of Ben Simmons? And the Suns have the best record in the league. Does that mean he thinks that they're the best team? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Celebrate horse racing with first bet. Visit vsin.com slash horses to sign up. First bet's the place for you if you're a horse racing fan. vsin.com slash horses. Sign up for the great offers and everything that they have uh, at first bet. And Vegas 1000 is the code. Instant $10 free plus up to the $1,000 bonus. vsin.com slash horses. David Thorpe, the coach, joins the program now with TrueHoop.com. Does a great job covering the NBA and it's been a while since we've talked to uh, David. Uh, thanks so much for the time today. How are you enjoying the NBA season? I mean, it's a slog. It's interesting. You've got a lot of, uh, you know, the narratives are always uh, kind of interesting when you don't have one super dominant, powerful team. Uh, and we have that this year. There's a lot of good teams. But, you know, with COVID and uh, we went through a stretch, guys, where they were signing what they call replacement players, yep. which are players that they could just sign just to, just to have games. And uh, so it's been interesting, but we're seeing a lot of great performances for sure. Okay, so let's maybe be- begin here before we get into, because I want to talk to you about the Suns as well and the Grizzlies and a lot of other teams as well. But uh, this was a tweet 
from 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia. And it was actually something that Ramona Shelburne said. The quote was, I think Ben Simmons is wired differently. I think the way you build him back is by overpraising him like Doc did all last year. He needs them to gush over him. I don't think that tough love works on Simmons. End of quote, Ramona Shelburne. So having said that, like every team in the league, I'm guessing, that knows this about Ben. What do you think happens here? What's the end game? Is he ever going to come back with Philadelphia? My guess is no on that. And if not, like what's the team going to give up for him at this point? Well, first of all, he's not unique. There's a lot of people who just respond better to, you know, honey and sugar. Oh, sure. And so um, I don't think I agree with you. I don't think he ever gets back to uh, Philadelphia. I think that uh, Daryl Morey, who's who's my friend and a brilliant guy, and I think, you know, a longtime great GM, but he might have held on to him a little too long. I'm not sure he's going to get what he hoped to get. Mm. Uh, uh, as an example, at the beginning of the season, before the first game, I wrote that I thought the Spurs had a deal for him with DeJounte Murray and Derek White, two very good guards that that play both ends. Uh, and, it, of course, it didn't happen. I'm not sure. This, in fact, I would say the Spurs probably don't do that now. DeJounte Murray's been fantastic. Yep. Derek White's been very good. I don't think they do that deal now. So uh, I, I'm not sure what happens. It's it's tragic for Ben Simmons. He's lost a year yeah. of what's what's just automatically a relatively short career. You can't play 20 years in the NBA unless you're LeBron James or Kareem. So it's too bad. And Joel Embiid, by the way, guys, has been unbelievable. As, yes. as I see on your screen, he's the leading candidate right now for MVP. And uh, and they might not. They're probably not going to win a championship year without that guy. And I don't see a deal happening. Well, that, that's the other thing, right? The what They also reported that teams have said Maury has to call me. That's how it's going to work. I mean, what if they don't get this deal done and Embiid's going to win the MVP and then they bow out early in the playoffs? Everyone will say, well, you should have made a trade and got help for Embiid. Yeah, I mean, there's always risk-reward involved in these kind of deals. And, and again, Maury's great, but... He took a risk. He he felt like uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure what his strategy was. I've not asked him, but I I'm sure he felt like Ben Simmons is a is a, a competitor for all league every year now and one of the best defenders in the world. And uh, I just think he probably asked for too much. And again, it's it's terrible for Philadelphia. It's terrible for Ben Simmons. But this is the way it goes. All right, so the Phoenix Suns are a terrific story. It feels like it's almost like hidden nationally, and they're not talked about enough. But they are 41-9. and Paul and Booker are having outstanding years. They are the number one seed in the West. Best record, like I said, overall in the entire league. Does that mean that you think that they're the best team in the NBA, Coach? So I wrote this yesterday, actually. We published this yesterday. Uh, I kind of did a survey of the league. I don't think they have the highest upside. If we could wave a magic wand and and and, and get the Heat and the Bucks uh, and the Warriors to to uh, to be the best versions of themselves, mm-hmm. uh, and then we do the same for Phoenix. I don't think Phoenix would be the best team, but I don't think it's likely anymore that those teams are going to reach their potential for different reasons. And I think Phoenix is best built to win a championship, given the climate that we have now, you know, if Philadelphia trades Ben Simmons for some kind of great player tomorrow, that could change things for sure. Uh, if Jamal Murray came back super healthy and Michael Porter Jr. 
suddenly could play. The Nuggets would be right there. But again, those things aren't likely. So I think Phoenix has the most reliable engine of all the teams. I compare them to a Toyota Land Cruiser. They can uh, they can just get through any climate. And they're great. You know, Chris Paul in the clutch is unbelievable yeah. decision-making-wise. They're built to win tough games. The guys, I've been writing that I thought it was going to – the finals were going to be a rematch of last year uh, all the way through for the Bucks winning – and now I've kind of flipped it. I'm a little worried about Chris Middleton with the Bucks. Okay. I now think I don't even sure Milwaukee makes it out of the East, but I I now think Phoenix will win the championship. Okay, you're there. Okay, wow, right. right. Uh, do you think? And we so you you ran that down earlier. You mentioned that Embiid when we showed the the odds there. Embiid is the shortest shot right now to win the MVP. A couple things on that. Do you think as of right now Embiid would win the MVP? But in terms of the Suns and how well they played in their overall record, I mentioned Paul and Booker. Do, you, do they, either one of those guys have an outside shot to win the award? I don't think so, because Joel Embiid has been fantastic. On a, they lost last night, but on a very good team. The Sixers are very good, and quite frankly, Nikola Jokic is the best player in the world. So uh, Denver's not played well in the last week or uh, last maybe three or four days, but uh, they had been surging uh, without you know two of their best three players. And Jokic is just that. He is the best player in the world right now. And his numbers are better than last year right. where he was the MVP. So, uh, you know, Giannis and Curry and John Morant probably all are more likely to win it than, than the guys from Phoenix. But th- nevertheless, those those two guys have had a tremendous seasons. Paul, the money, Paul, you Mitch Vies in the Sports Betting Network. We're talking to Coach Thorpe, David Thorpe at Coach Thorpe on Twitter. I subscribe to True Hoop. You should, too. Uh, I'm curious what you think of the Lakers. Because you still have to worry about playoff LeBron and that, how scary that is. And they had the Suns down 2-1 last year when uh, AD got hurt. But it looks like with only 30 games left, they're going to be in the play-in game again. And that would mean they would draw either Golden State or Phoenix in the first round. Is there any way Vogel and the Lakers can fix this and, and make some noise in the playoffs? Yeah. If, if, they're, if they're young guys could get healthy. I mean, Kendrick Nunn hasn't played all season. I thought he would be an important player for them. Uh, they've got to get some consistent performances from from guys that just aren't doing it now. Your young players like Talon Horton Tucker. Uh, but the most important thing is AD and LeBron have to be healthy and consistently healthy. And it, it just doesn't seem likely that that's going to happen. Uh, I, I don't think there's a uh, there's there's really not a likely scenario that has them making it to the Western Conference Finals. Oh God! I, I mean, I think it's going to be yeah. I, I would agree with that. The path that they would have to yeah. take, I mean, especially yeah. in the first round. Oh man, that would be. Um, Could they trade Westbrook? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I know the media would love to see it. Uh, yeah, there's, I saw this morning. I actually saw a tweet that made it seem like he was going to New York. But the guys in New York aren't stupid. The, the guys running the Knicks now know what they're doing. They're not going to take Westbrook. I, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see any team. I mean, the Wizards pulled it off, and it worked out great. Kyle Kuzma, by the way, is surging he's he's having a career year uh, i think in january he was one of only two players in the nba averaged over 22 points a game and 11 rebounds Jokic was the other one oh. so he's really coming on and the lakers could really use that kyle kuzma not the one that just kind of stood in the corner so no i don't think there's any deal for them it's very unlikely anyway oh. and i think that as good as ad and lebron are they don't guard the way they used to as a as a collective unit and that's going to be, I think, their ultimate prove the ultimate demise, no matter what seed they are. Yeah. Well, a couple of things on that. We have like a minute left in this segment. I mean, the Lakers 
I mean, for sure, they would like to have that trade back, you would think. But also, that's something that you've talked about for years. Like, once players, young players, get away from the Lakers, watch them just take off, and, like, the development is, they go to the moon a lot of times. Well, it's, it's, it's also how they're playing. It's not because of anything with the Lakers specifically. It's playing with LeBron. It, there, there's this myth out there that if you're playing with LeBron, you're automatically going to play better. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes it is. I mean, he is the best player of all time, in my opinion. And, of course, Jordan would be right there. But just because of that doesn't mean everyone excels next to him. Mm-hmm. And Kuzma's the latest example. He, he needs the ball in his hands. He needs to be freed up. And he's proving it. He can do it now. Uh, Coach David Thorpe, our guest, at Coach Thorpe on Twitter. Again, truehoop.com is the website. He's going to be, uh, he's kind enough to hang around for one more segment. I want to ask him coming up next, uh, who wins the division? Uh, Bucks, Bulls, Cavaliers, very tight at the top. And then in the Western Conference, big game last night. Jazz got it done, so they're two and a half up on the Nuggets. But lurking right behind are the T-Wolves. So who wins that division? And then he has been high on Jaron Jackson since he came out of Michigan State. Uh, his overall thoughts on him, maybe defensive player of the year is a possibility. And what's the ceiling for Memphis? Morant's playing out of his mind. How far can they go in the Western Conference playoffs as we roll along here on Follow the Money? It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers, as you covered, they've launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. We continue with the coach, David Thorpe, TrueHoop.com, talking about the NBA. Okay, so... A lot of us here on this network, David, and I think a lot of the viewers and listeners also have Jaron Jackson on like huge tickets. We're talking about 200, 300, 500 to 1 to win the Defensive Player of the Year. Well, he's down in the 8, 10, 14 to 1 range right now because he came on in January. You know, some games in there with six blocks per night, playing out of his mind. So you were probably higher on Jaron Jackson than maybe anybody uh, in the country uh, coming out of uh, Michigan State a couple of years back. Do you think he can win the Defensive Player of the Year? And then we'll talk a little bit about Memphis here as well, but what's their ceiling overall this year, you think? I, I don't think it's likely for him to win. He's he, he, He's been a bad defensive player until now. And normally it takes some time to kind of to get people to really catch on to it. When you think of Memphis, you don't think of Jaron Jackson on defense. You, you will eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was so high on him, is I thought that he could be a Tim Duncan type of defender play four or five uh he was more of a perimeter based offensive player that could also score inside uh yeah i, I thought he had a, a better i thought he was a better prospect than luca and i was super high on luca as you guys know um but the bigger question is what's memphis's ceiling and as i wrote in, in my little survey piece i did yesterday oh they can win a championship this year Oof. i don't think it's likely mm. but the way they're playing uh, Desmond Baines is a second-year player, but he's not a young guy. He's not like 20 years old. Ja, to, to, to put a ceiling on Ja is a huge mistake. Ja Morant's incredible. They're well-coached. They have a lot of depth. They still could do a deal to add more, more help for this year if they want. Um, uh, they're going to be contenders for a long time. That's how good Ja and, and Jaron Jackson is. How about that division? 
with the battle that we're going to have for the next, you know, who knows how many mm -hmm. years with John Memphis and then uh, Luca in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I, I tweeted that last year that just get used to seeing those guys battle. And it's going to be some Western Conference finals in time. They're, they're just incredible players uh, and, and winners. Uh, they, and I think Luca's growing up. I think Luca got himself in shape and he's been humbled. He had a bad start to this year and he's doing better now. Uh, ja is just this breath of fresh air. He, he's like Allen Iverson without the weight of the world on his shoulders for different reasons. He, he's a joyous player, but a super competitive, super talented guy. And the, and the Grizzlies have no fear. Like there's, there is something going on with that team in Memphis led by him that they're, they're, they're capable of beating anyone four games in seven. Uh, tough loss last night, but how surprised are you by what's going on in Cleveland as high as 200 to one to win the division before the season? And do they have the rookie of the year and coach of the year? I think so. And, and surprised. I did not think this was coming this year. Kevin Lowe has been very important for them. Meanwhile, they, they're doing it without Colin Sexton, who was their mm -hmm. top scorer, I think last year, uh, who's a, who would be a very good player for them, even off the bench which is where I think he's, he's best suited. And Ricky Rubio, who was playing well for them, got hurt and, and is out. And they're still, they're still very good. Uh, that front line of Mobley and Jared Allen, are, it's just it's, it's like Memphis with Jaron Jackson and Steven Adams. You've got two huge guys in at the same time that complement each other well. Mobley is incredible. He's going to be, I mean, there's 30 games left. He's going to be the rookie of the year as of now. Scotty Barnes is unbelievable. Kate Cunningham is starting to put up big numbers, but... It's Mobley's uh, award to lose because he's such an impact player on overall, not just pure stats, but on advanced metrics. And I think Bickerstaff deserves coach of the year. He's not alone in that, you know, that deserving praise, but, uh, and I've never been a fan of his as a coach, as a person, he's supposed to be great, mm -hmm. but I can't argue with what he's done this year. He he's turned them around. He's helped. He's been part of a, of a great turnaround process and, and again, they're going to be good for years to come too because of how good Mobley is. What are we talking about here, long term with Mobley? Like you, you, you think he's Tim Duncan 2.0? Yeah, I thought Jaron Jackson was going to be that. Mobley beat him to it. Uh, they're similar in that they can play so many different positions on the court, and they're huge men. It's same as Barnes. You know, the, as the game has gotten to be more amorphous and more fluid, you, these gigantic men that can play perimeter, can play the post, can play the mid range, can guard everybody, can rim protect. They're uh, uh, those guys all can do it, and, and and Mobley and Barnes specifically are are Hall of Fame talents. They just are. They're really special players who who play like they're 25. There's there's a pace to the way they play that tells me they're veterans, and yet they're 20 years old, uh, uh, and yet they also know when to turn it on. I mean, Barnes Barnes is an explosive player, but also happy to be a very good glue guy when his team needs it. Siakam's having an amazing. Second half of the season now for for Toronto, uh, uh, and but Mobley. I mean, I think they're both close. Just so you know, I, I'm not telling you. I think Mobley is guaranteed to be better than Barnes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be close. Those two guys are are both spectacular talents. Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. David Thorpe, the coach, our guest on Twitter at Coach Thorpe. TrueHoop.com is the website. So then, with the Cavaliers then in mind, uh, they have one of the easiest remaining strength of schedules moving forward. The team in their division that teams need to overcome, the last year's champs, obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks, they have the most difficult um, schedule remaining coach. So in that central division, Bucks, Bulls, Cavs, all very close to the top, who wins it? You know, I'd want to say Milwaukee because Lonzo Ball is out for the Bulls for a while. Um, I'm worried about Milwaukee because I, I, Chris Middleton just isn't finding that 
that fluid, consistent game that I think he needs. But they've got Giannis, they've got Drew. Bobby Bobby Porras is playing very well for them. I would, and their experience, and they they need to turn it on. Their schedule is super tough, as you say, especially on the last. I think um, after the All Star break, I think it's very tough. But um, I would favor Milwaukee, but slightly. Okay, then how about in the West? Jazz, Nuggets, and I'm going to throw out the Timberwolves playing great yes. basketball as of late, and they're only four games back. Utah is just a mess right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there's likely going to be a trade, and so we, we need to see what happens with that. Um, they should be the better team. They have the best offense in the world. They're really spectacular on offense, but they're, they're kind of you know coming off the rails as a, as a collective unit. And that's concerning. Denver uh, has Jokic, but they're just without those two other guys in Jamal and Porter Jr. I, I don't know. I don't know if they have the horses. Utah should be good enough to get through and, and win that division. Right. Very good. What are you working on at True Hoop? You know, I did a survey thing last. I told you this last week. I think next week I may focus on the Knicks and what's what's going on there and what what, what does it look like down the road. I've been kind of picking some teams here and there. I picked Cleveland a few weeks ago and, and, and you know, and why they're doing well. I'm going to think I'm going to write about why the Knicks and maybe the Celtics and what's going on with those two big, big city teams. Great to talk to you again. Appreciate the time, and we'll do it soon. Be well. Looking forward to it. Be safe, guys. Thanks. Yes, you you check it out. Truehoop.com. Follow him on Twitter. The great David Thorpe at Coach Thorpe on Twitter. This Ben Simmons story is just bonkos. And what Ramona Shelbourne reported he won't train at the team facility. Every day he drives out of the way over an hour to go to a public health club, and he coordinates five-on-five games on his own. What, the advice that this guy's getting, is it going to take a year off? I mean, GMs are saying, I'm not going to call him. Maury's got to call us. Right. And how you know what's going to happen if they bow out early in the playoffs? They're going to say, why don't you trade the guy and get help? And then uh, she also reported he's got a house in L.A., like Embiid, they all called and said, "Hey, you want to meet? You want to come?" He's like, "No, don't, don't bother. Don't call. Don't show up." Sure. I mean, this guy, and he has the bigger issue here is he has the yips. He had the yips. Can't make a free throw. Can't shoot. Turned down a wide open dunk in a playoff game, and then is just fragile. He doesn't want to go back to the scene of the crime. But why would? How? What am I getting if I trade for him? That's the other thing. How can you possibly put together a package right now if you're another NBA team and trust that Ben Simmons has come to your organization? And become a totally different player. And like he is going to shed what we now know about this guy. You're right. It's not going to happen. Right. Why would it? Right. And he, Murray, you're not getting Harden. You, you want oh, the, Harden. The, the off, that's, the, come on. That's a the, crack pipe. The, report, the reported offers that he has turned down. Lunacy. And it's also on Embiid to just say, listen, we have to do something. Ben, either you show up or we have to trade you because I need help. I'm going to win the MVP and we have to go for it. Now, look. We could be dead wrong on this because NBA teams, they have tripped over each other wanting to sign marginal players to massive contracts over years. Um, so as we sit here and talk about this, how teams don't want to put, may, maybe some team will shock the world and say, yeah, we're going to give up a bunch and get get the guy because we're going to take a chance on him. I don't think that's going to happen. But it, it just feels like Maury at this point, and he knew the game plan, though. He told everybody before the season started, we are going to get a superstar player in return. Otherwise, I'm not going to trade the guy. Suck well, to his guns. Of, right. And now, now it's going to be too it. late. It's like what you said, too, about how he's wired differently and you have to be teddy bears and ice cream. Well, his 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 um, his um people are saying, well, you heard his trade value because of what Doc said. He 
He gave an honest answer about his def- Can he be a, lead you to a no, championship? No, at the time, he never heard his trade value because that report was out there with the Kings about the oh, De'Aaron Fox right? and yes. another guy. Good point. And if, if, if Maury yeah. turned that down, he needs to have his They're head wrong. examined. He's hurting his trade value. De'Aaron Fox in a package deal is a snap call. You got to do it. You got to do it. The San Antonio deal. Hell, I would have done Brogdon in a pick for him. And Paulie, he doesn't even work on the three-point game. No. Can't shoot. Up next, win some, lose some. This team led by 15 with three minutes left. What happened next cannot happen. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Let's rumble. NHL favorites 4-1 last night. Road teams 5-0. Seattle, plus 175. There's your dog and a big boy. Shut out the Islanders. Bad call by me. I thought uh, Islanders were listless in that performance at home. Oilers plus 115 went off the favorite and beat the Capitals. I think they, I think they scored like 30 seconds into the game. Crazy. Dogs last night in the association went 7-2. and two. Thunder money line plus 550. Shocked Dallas in overtime. Wizards plus 425 beat the Sixers on the road. What happened? No Beal. And Embiid played and they won the game. Kings, Rockets, and Magic all won straight up as well. And the Celtics from four and a half up to six and a half. One by six. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Get uh, Point Spread Weekly. Ah, you see what they did with the cover? Eh, they split the cover. I did. Eh, unbelievable. They took the easy way out. Actually, people were saying they should have skipped the Super Bowl this week and then put, like, another team on from, like, the NBA or NHL so the streak could have continued this week. You're right. Right. Human said they'll put Coach K on the March Madness preview. (laughs) That was good. Uh, For our radio and podcast friends as well, this is great. Dog goes for a ride on a sled, and his buddy chases him. This is great. He looks back. Are we good? I'm ready to go, right? And they give him the push. And the dog's on the sled, and that's a nice hill. And he's coming down. He's coming in hot. He's fat. He's going down there. Look at the other guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> he wants to get in on the fun too when he chases his buddy down. Once you find that a hill awesome. like that, yes, near your house in the Midwest, come yeah. on, you, you set up camp, and that's where you're going to be sledding your entire life. A little concerned though about the trees on the side. Uh, you get going a little bit. It's going to be like Chevy Chase and uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah, I don't want to have that. I want to have an incident on our hands. They move out, and there they are playing in the snow, and they're galloping, coming all the way back. This is uh, Duck Curly. This is great. He's coming in hot here, too. He's coming in. He's in and boom. He's like bowling pins. They're coming in. That is a great tweet and video. That is Duck Curly. That absolutely is what that is. Where both guys are coming in and knocking it down. That's awesome. I will ask Mike Pum about this coming up. Oh, what a run it was for Patty. Patty from Texas down at the Four Queens. In one session, an epic run for Patty. Aces and a kicker. Oh, she got dealt the aces, too. Yeah. And by oh, the way, I missed that. Playing two bucks a minute. And she get, you know, that's happened to me like three or four times, and I never get the kicker. Are you kidding? Wow. And then she hits aces again and held one. You mean you've been, you've been dealt aces two or three And times. I don't get the kicker. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well. Okay. And then she gets the Royale with cheese. Add it all up, it was over $12,000. Then did she hit another one, too, they tweeted out. She had uh, four of a kind on a multiplier wow. that she hit, too. Patty fires. Patty means wow. business. So if that's Good job, four, Patty. That's 4000 a pop, then, she's hitting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is, uh, that's an excellent job. Good job, Patty. We'll ask Mike Palm about that with the uh, epic video poker runs. And our friend Tony, Point Shaver. Follow him on Twitter. He is the quarter assassin in all sports. Look at this tweet about the current first quarter road streak with the Pelicans. The 13 straight unders. Look at that. Yeah, it is 13. There's your scores. Yep. There, there's everything. Well, look, look They're running the it down. Good job, 19, Tony. 1914. There's a 32-18 in there. 1917. Well, they have some high totals because if they're all going under, actually, some of the scores are 54. Yeah, there's a couple of 54s in there. Okay. Good job. Good run. And he put us on the Bengals. 10 straight unders on the road. Yeah. First quarter as well. Um, lose some. Lakers Blazers over 222 up to 225. Not even close. Jazz from two up to six and a half. One by four. Tough loss for the Nuggets. Yeah. One lose some. Well, actually two. But the Brad Powers tweet. Top 100 recruits in college football. Is this going to change anytime soon? No, My why? God. No. Texas A&M. Alabama. Georgia and Ohio State. 51. Top 100 recruits. The other 126 schools, 49. Well, I guess it is changing a little bit if A&M's on top of the list now, right? So they're a new team in the club. I guess they're taking the place of who, Clemson? Is that what's going on? Yeah. And again, there's no USC, there's no Texas, no Oklahoma this year. Well, also lose some LSU and Brian Kelly. That video last week of him dancing again. Now, how the hell what does is that he happen? doing with? He's doing the John. Come on, Kelly. Now he's doing the grit, gritty thing. Anyways, the kid who he's dancing with. with the Those family. Yes. How does so that happen? It didn't work. I know. He's dancing with the kid. You think, okay, we're getting him. He's got the LSU outfit on and uniform. And right. He's going to Bama. Right? That's a bad beat. Blazers plus three, four, or five. They were outscored by eight points in the fourth quarter. They were down three and fouled with a second left, and Monk hit both free throws. Lakers win by five. And Navy led by 15 with three minutes left. They lost in regulation to Lehigh. Yep. They scored two points in the final five minutes. Missed free throw three. Turnover three. Missed free throw three. It was ridiculous. Uh, they had the highlights on one of the networks here as we're watching TVs in the studio during the show today, and it's just like, it's, it was bedlam. 
It was like the UNLV San Diego State game from like 15, 16 yeah. years ago, down by oh. 10 with 17 seconds after oh. they won the game. You have to try to, to, to blow yeah. a lead like that. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Thursday, get a 20% profit boost on college basketball. Learn more at betrivers.com. All right, the email here on the show is ftm at vcin.com, ftm for follow the money. This is from John Lee. Great email here on the subject of uh, Brian Flores. Imagine Flores waited and filed his lawsuit February 12th. Ross or Minnesota might have hired Harbaugh. Harbaugh would not return to Michigan. What would Harbaugh have done if he was now the head coach in Miami and these revelations about Ross were brought to light? Sure. And the what-if scenarios are juicier if Flores waited. They are? Yep. This is, uh, I'm not going to give the guy's name, but let's just say he works maybe for the company. He said, speaking of dogs on being a dog in the commercial, Oh, there will be a dog in a beer commercial. And you can probably put the pieces together on that. All right, there's one of them. We have to get two more? A dog, but a dog specifically a dog in a beer, a beer commercial. commercial. Beer commercial. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep. I do that too. So if you can find that prop out Very there. good. Keep them coming. Cameron Wolf. Flores says they have evidence in his team. They have evidence, including messages from the GM, Chris Greer. There also is a witness who heard Steve Ross offer Flores 100000 for every loss in 2019. Mm. Good gravy. Yep. And well, then the, how surprised were you yesterday? Or I guess uh, he, they didn't offer him the job, and Harbaugh thought it was his job. And he goes, all right, that's it. I'm going back to Michigan. Yep. And he's not gonna, it's probably going to be O'Connell. And now it looks like Peterson's going to get the Jacksonville job. Doug Peterson. I don't mind that. Really? He should get an... Well, okay. I mean, let's be honest here for a second. Like, Peterson had a stretch there. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. But for Peterson to go to Jacksonville and work with um, Trevor Lawrence, I would take that over Urban Meyer any day of the week. I think that's a massive upgrade. How about Leftwich? Would you I'd like to him? give him a shot. Oh, okay. the, guy, the guy deserves a shot for sure at some yeah. point, right, with the team. But the... O'Connell. This young guy. Yeah, this is what um, Brady Quinn said this earlier today. Okay. Who's now he's been an NFL analyst for a long time. He said that the Harbaugh Vikings situation hit a snag around three o'clock. And then at that point, it could have been Harbaugh, you know, pulling out. He didn't like part of the deal, whatever, realizing that it wasn't the spot for him. And then Minnesota basically said, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna move forward as well. So they kind of made it like a mutual type of thing, a mutual parting. And then, but how about that with the timing? Harbaugh's meeting with Ross Tucker brought this up. He's meeting with Minnesota all day on National Signing Day, and you yeah. just showed that thing about where are the five star, where are the top one hundred players for Michigan. Yeah, he's he's ready to leave. I mean, he's ready to go. A team that made the playoff last year, month ago. That's I mean, he was gone. He was going to Miami. He was oh, going I think he's going to Miami yeah. for sure. And yeah. by the way, I can't blame him again because, again, now he's got to come back. And the expectations in at Michigan are going to be higher than they've ever been with Jim Harbaugh. And that, that's the first time he ever beat Ohio State, by the way. Apparently the pay cut really bothered him. Mm. I, I don't I don't I guess. That's that's the reports. I don't know. He's a weird guy. He is. Now, but he did say yesterday he's not gonna make this like an annual thing. Well, Who knows? A college coach. I mean, but, come but on. He's, he's also been it's Costanza in the, with the fire in the kitchen. It's been what? It's women yeah. and children out of the way. What? More money? Different jobs? Sure it come is. on. But he's also Bleep been. the kids. Is this five, four or five spots since he started as a head coach? San Diego, Stanford, San Francisco, Michigan? Four? 
yeah, he's not. This is probably not his last stop. But again, now good good luck going out there and beating Ohio State again this year at Ohio State when they're going to be absolutely loaded yet again. Yep. I hear you. It's wild. But having said that, I do think Jim Harbaugh should probably be a coach in the NFL well, at some point. Yeah. Well, it was also the timing. He gets the pay cut, goes to the playoff, and then Tucker and Franklin, all these guys get $90 million. You think Mel Tucker's happy today? <laughs> Thought he had maybe a window there where Harbaugh was going to be leaving. I can own this state. Up oh, Harbaugh's back. Maybe not so fast. Isn't he 2-0 and against them? Well, yeah, but I mean, well, Michigan made yeah. the playoff. They yeah. gave that game away you against mi- Sparty. You missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule? Don't forget to check out our free betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows. Or download and listen on your schedule. They're free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The VP of Circus Sports, Mike Palm, going to join the program coming up next year, live for the next hour in studio. How popular are their Super Bowl squares, and uh, how is he betting the big game? Bet River Sport. Bet River Sport. Bet River Sport. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.